Hi, this is a Life of Learning podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, Reggie. Hi, Sabrina. Today we've got Mandy back for an interview. Uh, Can you tell us a bit about it? Yeah, I've got her back because I really enjoyed the conversation that we had last time. And this time we're going to be talking about social media, especially Instagram. Well, I need to know all about it. Let's have a listen. Hi, Mandy. Thanks for coming back on the show. Um, Did you enjoy that first one? I really did. Thank you. And thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, no problem. And the reason why I wanted to have you back was because I really wanted to delve into the world of Instagram, the, um, you know, the, the good, the bad, and maybe not so good, or the very good. So let's, mm-hmm. let's delve into that. Now, what made you want to sort of like post on Instagram, with, especially with your juggling? Um, you know, it's... I first of all, I'll just say that I think that Instagram yeah. is the best social media of our of our time. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. Um, I think the platform is very interesting, and I think the way that people can interact with it is very interesting. And so, at the time when I started my Instagram, my juggling Instagram, it was—I mean, Instagram was like all the rage, right? Yeah. Um, and so, I I started the juggling Instagram really is. I I just almost like a point of accountability for myself. Um, I never expected anybody to care at all that I did it. Um, But I just kind of, I started it as, it wasn't necessarily for juggling. It was, I was going to pick up a flow prop every day because I have all of these different props that I practice. And then juggling was part of it. Like I also want to learn juggling through this process of, of trying to pick up a prop every day. And then it just kind of morphed into um loving the learning patterns of juggling and loving the mm-hmm. the practicing and just kind of it transitioned into all juggling all the time <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. i should say that we should be talking about circus skills i keep saying circus juggling, skills but yeah yes yeah, so, yeah, yeah so yeah so yeah yeah because i looked at your instagram at the beginning and you did it was it, it sounded like well, it looked like it was like a 30-day challenge was that correct or was it um was it something I, like that because you, you had day one day two day three yeah, and I, I followed that day thing for so long, and I just, I don't know why, I just put it up like that, so mm-hmm. um, maybe at the time, I don't specifically remember um, following anybody who's doing a challenge, but I know challenges are big on Instagram, so I'm sure that yeah, was part sure. of my thought process, for sure, yeah. Got it, got it. So with those ones, you did different props, didn't you? It wasn't just it was just a lot of different props correct yeah it was a lot of different props in the beginning and it just quickly developed into it went from a lot of different props to juggling every other day to juggling all the time (laughs) (laughs) and do you think okay do you think the instagram fueled your juggling or do you think you would have just juggled anyway or not What, what do you think um, I think that I still, I mean, today, if you took Instagram away from me, I'd still juggle. So I think yeah, that at sure. that time, it was juggling was just always something that I wanted to learn. And I had tried to learn it before and just hadn't given it the time. And yeah. I knew that it wasn't necessarily about, I knew that learning juggling for me was not going to be about trying to juggle three hours a day. Yeah. Um, it was just going to be about like, give yourself 10 to 15 minutes every day to pick up juggling balls. And uh-huh. soon you'll, you'll understand. It was just about the frequency more than the actual amount of time that I was doing it. 
So um, I started yeah. the Instagram to keep myself accountable, posting at least once a day on yeah. um, those kind of things. And then I'd practice juggling every once in a while and see where it got me. And and this is where it got me. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, I just want to back up a little bit because in, in the first interview, um, we didn't mention about the frequency. So would you say that you'd you'd want to try be you you're you'd like a um a little and often type of approach to um sort of like circus skills? Yes. Instead yes. of like you know, four hours a day, that's not for you. It's it's the 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there sort of thing. Yeah, as frequently as possible for me. That's what works. It doesn't need to be, I mean, sometimes I go and go to juggle and something that I thought was going to take me five minutes, I end up getting really involved and I've been doing it for like an hour and then it's time for a break. But um, I don't, I don't like to schedule any kind of marathon anything because I just get, I get tired easily. My brain gets fatigued easily. Yeah, And so you know, and then you get frustrated. That's when you start moving into the frustrating part of learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you yeah. know, that's, if, if you're frustrated, you block your mind and you can't move forward. So I'm definitely a um, less amount of time more frequently. I'll practice five times a day if I have to, as long as I don't have to do five hours in a row. Yeah, so. sure, sure, yeah. sure. And, and it, your, your Instagram reflects your journey, which is what I like. You know, it shows you starting a new trick, which, which is where, you know, it's, it's obviously when you start a new trick, it's not going to be very good, but you actually <laughs> post that. Now, why, why, okay, well, yeah, why did you do that? Why would you do that? Why, because not many people do that, but why did you think about doing that actually? About posting tricks that I'm not good at? Well, no, no, you just, you, you start from the beginning, don't you? Yeah. And you post, and you post that, whereas most people post, you know, the finished article, if you see what I mean. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, I don't pretend to be a professional or good at this at all. And so there's two really big schools of thought that come along with me posting drops and posting my practices. First of all, everything that you see is straight up from a practice session. Like I don't, I don't typically go out and like, okay, I'm going to take this juggling video and it's going to look like this. And this is going to be my background. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm going to be somewhere and I'm going to juggle for 15, 20 minutes. And then I'm just going to pull out the stuff that looks cool. Yeah. And so part of that is just giving, giving myself a place where I can be really raw with how I practice yeah. and show people that it's okay to be a beginner. It's okay to be yes. a beginner at everything. And yes. also the juggling community is so wonderful. And I have yeah. so many close connections now via Instagram. And so mm. I post these videos and just say like, Hey, can anybody give me advice? And I just get, I get a real, a, a large amount of people who send me videos and send me messages or leave me comments and say like, Hey, this is what you can do. This is your next step. Um, you know, this is what you're not quite doing right. And maybe try this. And that's Mm -hmm. where I get a ton of my feedback. And that's, I mean, without feedback, you can't move forward. So it's really important. No, that, that's good. And, you know, you're getting the feedback and, uh, you know, and that's where the juggling community, especially on Instagram, mm. you know, is, is, is good, you know, and you, you know, improve. And, you know, and, and, and that's what I do with my videos as well. I should, if I'm, if I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll get the camera and basically just record a session and I'll do mm-hmm. the same as you. What, 
you know, what good bits come out of it, even not what good bits, doesn't matter what, what bits that I find that are going to be interesting, you know, mm-hmm. the drops, the practice session, you know, the finished mm-hmm. bit as well. And I'll put that all into a, you know, it's not a, you know, it's just a 30 second video. So it's, it's, you know, we're not talking about, you right. know, feature length film here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah your, your process is, 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 is similar to mine, which I think is good because it does show people from outside that, Okay, the, the, you, at the end of the day, they'll see you do the trick and you, you know, you've, you've, you qualify the trick and it looks good and you've done mm-hmm. the trick. But they've also seen the hard work that you've put in as well, which I think is so important. Yeah, I think it's important for people to know that it's okay to put yourself out there. It's okay to learn stuff. It's okay to not be good at stuff, especially mm-hmm. in a world of social media where, yeah. you know, what's supposed to be acceptable is just like the A roll of your life all the time. Yeah. It's okay to put some B roll up. It's okay to have some filler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. life is hard. It's not all butterflies and rainbows, and learning's difficult, and growing old is difficult. And so it's okay to put all of that stuff out there as you know if if you want to if you don't you don't have to but it's yeah, okay sure. to have that out there so yeah yeah no nah, and, and, that, and that's what I like and uh, mm-hmm. I, I gravitate to more um, of those types of videos because they're mm-hmm. real you know mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong I do like the videos when you see these guys <laughs> that are super skilled right and, you know, right but, <laughs> but some things that people probably don't know is that they might have taken four or five takes to just get that one shot. People don't, right. people don't understand. And we know that happens because, you know, even professionals, you know, you know, it would take, especially, you know, on a really complex trick, they would take maybe two or three goes to get it. So it's not always the first time, but you're seeing there, you know, you're seeing the one time where they got the probably trick out of 10 times and they got it done once, but you're seeing it on video. That's not the real world really, is it? <laughs> no, it's really yeah. not. Well, at least not my real world. If no, someone not... figures out how to nail something every single time, you give me a call and give me the secret, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I think, I think we both know that that doesn't happen. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I think we both, and we need to make sure that other people know. And that's the reason why when, when I'm in the park, you know, I'll do a trick and it'll drop you know someone will look at me and when I get it they'll clap because yeah but they've seen me you know drop it four or five times before that and they'll think I'll probably nailed it you know every time but it doesn't happen so yeah as right. I say we've got to keep it real we've got to keep it real and let people know that you know it's um, it's a process and there's going to yeah. be a lot of failure along the way for sure for sure yeah for sure okay so in terms so in terms of um feedback so in general you get fairly good feedback then yeah um yeah. you don't get any sort of like any negativity or anything like that well i'll say this about social media and the negative comments is yeah. i highly highly curate um who gets to be part of my social media sure and i mean I, I mean, if you say something nasty, I just boot people and I'm okay yeah. with that. Like yeah, if yeah. you, if you are here to give me actual construction, criti- constructive criticism, yeah. I do not boot people for that. That's what I yeah. need. And that's why yeah, I'm here. Sure. But yeah. if you go on there and, and you're just leaving a trolley comment or yeah. something inappropriate or trying to send me a message in my direct messages, I just yeah. boot people because it's not what I'm here for. And fortunately yeah. enough, I have a small enough following base that I can still highly curate that. But, yeah, sure. you know, this is this Instagram is my Instagram and yeah, I get sure. to decide who interacts with me and in what way they interact with me. Yeah. Um, and so I do, I do highly curate 
and I try to leave the negativity at the door for those who Brilliant. want to be negative. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. good, good. And I think that's a good. I think that's good advice for uh, for anyone. And the reason why I brought that up is because um, you know during the week we were chatting on um, Instagram, and did you did you actually see that interview? Not the interview, the post, not well, the video YouTube of um, Taylor tries. Did you actually see that at all? I did. I did. I watched. Um, I watched the whole thing, and I've you know it's it's funny because as I've been watching her content more and more recently Mm -hmm. um i've definitely noticed on her instagram at least that her content has changed in a really big way um and i was wondering why you know i mean it's it's not my place to go to anybody and say hey your content's changed not that i don't like it i love it she's posting videos of dogs a lot and i love dogs um (laughs) so but i was wondering why and after you know watching her self-guided interview on yeah. um, the struggles YouTube, that she's going yeah. through right now. Yeah. Like we have all been there, Taylor, yeah. all of yeah. us. Yeah. And so yeah. it's, there's a lot of really big topics she brought up in there too. So. Yeah. And, and um, obviously, I mean, I think she is probably, I wouldn't, yeah. I think she's probably one of the top Instagram sort of like um high profile jugglers on instagram would you say so i think so i mean i don't think yeah. there's anyone that's that's as big as her so she you know you know with a lot more followers you know come a lot more i don't know what problems issues challenges yeah. i suppose yeah so you know she's in that sort of like rarefied air where you know it's, it's probably i mean would it be tough for someone that has got a lot of followers to take your, um, you know, to take your approach. Yeah, I think it would. And not only did she's got a ton of followers on Instagram, but she's also got a ton of different streams, right? Yeah. So I know she's got her YouTube and YouTube yeah. is notorious for yes. people trolling, right? Yes, yes. And so that's an issue. And then I know she's also got, um, I don't know much about the Patreon account yeah. or how that works, but I know she's I'm, got I'm that. One of the, yeah, I'm one of her patrons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I think that she also has a TikTok. So now you're multiplying. Yeah. Um, first, the first thing is creating content for that many different streams. Yeah. I create content for Instagram and Instagram only yeah. um, when it comes to my circus stuff. And I've thought about bridging and starting to go into other places. And I might, but I haven't really... I mean, that essentially at that point, it's like, oh, I want to start posting on TikTok. Am I going to double my work with creating content? So that's something to think about. But when you have that many followers and that many different streams, it would be really difficult to curate the way I do. Um, So I, I mean, I don't know if there's a good option there. There's obviously a thousand different um, programs that you could probably hire to help you start to curate that but where do you even begin that process yeah and how do you start drawing those lines who knows so her the things that she's experiencing are very very real the i mean the the big the three big topics that she brought up in that video was the burnout yeah of social media and content creation yeah she brought up the uh, the need for validation that you get from social media with the likes and the comments yes and then she also brought up just the the anonymous 
yeah. harassment yeah. and negativity that comes at you from being part of social media. And all of those are valid subjects and valid topics for the world that we live in right now. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to be honest, you know, I mean, I've followed her for a long time. She helped me. Um, she taught me was it Rubenstein's Revenge and she did the video mm-hmm. about 10 years ago so she was oh, really yeah. super young then so she's <laughs> been on YouTube yeah. for you know f- f- for years so yep. I followed her for quite a long time and, and to be honest it did really make me sad I mean fair play to her for just coming out with it and just mm-hmm. um, you know being so honest and uh, you know and raw I mean I've really found it uh, you know I've, I've, I mean I've, I've, I found it tough to listen to to be fair because I think as a um, as a woman I think you know she has you know they have well you guys have your own challenges that mm-hmm. you have to sort of like nag- navigate through and you know uh, and it's something I mean I've got a daughter so I mean you know she talks about sort of like you know women's issues all the time but you know mm-hmm. this was really yeah this was really sort of like raw just some of the things that you know, that she says that before she even thinks about posting, you know, some of the, you know, her appearance and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, she just wanted, you know, that, that, I've, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I just felt, felt, felt really sorry for her. And I just don't know, you know, you know, what she can do sort of like going forward. It's, um, yeah, it's a tough one. It would be interesting to see how she um, moves forward with this one. Yeah. And I think, I mean, one of the hardest things that we're discussing here that's kind of in the limelight is that, you know, what, what does she do? Right. Like what can she do to help this situation? And really, I mean, it's, it's a, it's an issue that maybe isn't her issue. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I do not, I'm not very concerned about what I wear in my videos. You can see a lot of videos of me in my pajamas. I'm in workout gear like 25% (laughs) of the time. Um, But, and I don't wear makeup. That's just my life. I don't wear makeup. So it's not an issue, but I could totally understand um, having concerns about how you look on the video. And, you know, that's what it comes down to is like, does, does Taylor really need to be concerned about what she looks like? Or does she need to be concerned about, how people are going to react to what she looks like. And that's the difference here, right? Like if you're truly a fan of juggling, you don't care what she looks like. You don't care what she's wearing. Um, You care about what she's doing, but that's not the reality of the world that we live in. Right, and that's yeah. the point that you, the, what you just said. If you truly care about juggling, then mm-hmm. those other issues, you know, you know, talking about, you know, whatever the appearance is, not going to make any difference. And right. that's the difference between on a Patreon. You know, you've got people that want to support her, so I mm-hmm. doubt she would get many negative. Um, uh, you know issues there in terms of you know feedback there because people are there want to support her to produce videos mm-hmm. uh, Instagram I'm not sure that might be a mixture YouTube well we know what YouTube yeah we you know, know. YouTube. YouTube's a yeah. hotbed for that kind of stuff yeah and it so just, yeah it's on, it's really upsetting that you know watching people go through that that struggle because it shouldn't be a struggle that anybody has to deal with but it's very real and it happens every day 
yeah and uh, and to be honest you know just to sort of like uh, spin it around and get it back to the sort of like the juggling i don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen a recent video mm-hmm. um it's where the overhead camera is i don't know if you've seen it she's i think she mind you i might have only seen it because it was a patreon no no it was on it was on youtube mm-hmm. it, well, what i'll say is check it out it's an overhead camera and mm-hmm. she's juggling various props and she's done it in super slow motion. Mm. And I think it's called something like Gravity. I can't remember she's titled it Gravity, whatever. And I'll tell you what, it's just pure juggling. She's smiling in it. And I don't know when she when she actually recorded this uh, footage, mm. but it is really good. You've got to check it out. It is just so good. It's probably one of the best videos that she's ever done. It's about six minutes and it's just mesmerizing. I'll definitely Absolutely check it out, for sure. Yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got to check that out. So um, it's almost it, for me. It was almost like, look, um, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. You know, this is putting it out there. This is my best work, and it was mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was really good. So yeah, I, I want to support Taylor. You know, I've given her all the likes and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. you know, we we need her because she's pushing. She's um, making. Um, circus skills she's widening the audience and sure. you know we need people like we need people like her to sort of like uh you know to um you know push it out there and uh, uh, you know get more people into especially you know women as well into sort of like a juggling and circus skills and stuff like that so yeah for we're sure gonna, yeah we're gonna support her aren't we <laughs> yes absolutely taylor you're doing a good job keep it up yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Yeah, so in, yeah. term, in terms of Instagram, then, do you actually, um, do you, um, um, right, so there's, I was, where I'm going with this is because I saw your um, Halloween um, videos <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was just wondering, you know, where that came about and sort of like, uh, you know, how did that evolve? Oh, that evolved in just in the month of October, that evolved itself. So it, I mean, I just started, I did like one spooky video and what I called it was spooking juggling. And I, I think the first one I did was um, the, the hand where I have this fake hand and I started juggling as part of it. I don't know what I was doing, but um, it just evolved itself. Like I put it out there and people liked it. And then I was like, oh, I'll do another one. And people liked it. And I was like, wow, people, people are really starting to respond to this. And at that time I wasn't particularly working on any trick or skill. So I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll have some fun. We don't get to go out and be, you know, partying on Halloween, which is as a fire dancer, I would normally have a few gigs booked for the month of October. And that wasn't happening, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just have fun with it. So it, it just developed on its own. And um, I think people really liked it. I love doing costuming and I didn't get to do any this year for outside of the home. So I just dug through my costume closet and started doing some costumes with it. And, you know, people were enjoying it. And I figured let's just take this month and have fun and not work on any new tricks and put out some silly content and maybe it'll make people laugh for 2020 because yeah. that's what we all need so yeah we sure do we sure yeah. do <laughs> well, these gigs are these paid gigs uh-huh well sometimes oh. yeah okay. yeah um it just depends on what we spokane aerial um 
books all of this stuff for us because we're part of their performance troupe. And so sometimes it's paid, sometimes it's not. It just depends on what we get booked for. And honestly, I'm not trying to be a professional juggler who does that for a living. So I love making a little money here and there, but it really is a lot of fun to do regardless. So yeah. So, so yeah. You, you'd do it anyway, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. Especially yeah. fire eating. People love fire eating. They just <laughs> freak out when you put fire in your mouth. So that's wow. a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought that, you know, whenever you first started that you'd be doing something like this, it's just taking Ugh. you down a different path, hasn't it? Right. Absolutely. Definitely. The fire eating was something that I never thought that I would get part of, but that's a whole different subject. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you what, and, you know, whilst we're talking about sort of like, um, you know, gigs and stuff like that, obviously this year, you know, performing has really, really suffered. And obviously, you know, you, you'd put yourself in that category. I mean, that's not, mm. I know it's not your main job, but mm. you probably must know, you must you must know what it feels like for um the, the people that actually you know make a living out of this because obviously yeah. this year you would have done some gigs and you missed it and you would have loved to enjoy it I mean just sort of like you know just talk us through that and you know how you feel about that and you know what it's like what, what you think it would be it's like for um for you know for performance when it's their paid job right I think that I mean further than even just performers and yeah um circus arts there are just so many people struggling right now yeah. and I am so fortunate that I am not in that boat I've worked from yeah. home this entire lockdown yeah. um and I'm from the states it's been awful <laughs> yeah yes but it's not been great in the UK as well <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and so I just I mean people who are gig workers who live their lives through doing gigs and performances or teaching um my our own studio here in Spokane has been shut down this is the second time um I just can't imagine so many people are struggling so many people are struggling and it's yeah. not just struggling with like oh well I used to get to do this and I don't get to do this because that's where I'm at yeah um they I mean they can't pay their bills they can't yes. they don't have the support to feed themselves and you know normally in a time where your life is maybe not on the track that you think it's on. Say you yeah. lose your job or get laid off or something. You yeah. have friends and family that you can rely on and yeah. they help you through this. And yes, yes. everybody is just so isolated in those feelings right now. They're mm, so mm. isolated. So I couldn't imagine. I mean, I feel so fortunate and every, every day, every single time I even pretend to complain about something, I just turn around and think about how fortunate I am and how many people are less fortunate than me um, and all of the things that I have been able to accomplish through mm -hmm. 2020 whereas other people are just struggling to make ends meet Ugh. yeah yeah yes. your, your, your 2020 is, is probably similar to me yeah I worked from home but I was working from home before um, right, 2020 right. I've been working from home for over 15 years so oh, um, wow. yeah so uh, yeah and I, you know I totally agree with you that um, you know I do feel for those um, you know for everyone that you know that has lost their job I just can't do the thing that they love and get paid for and yeah, uh, yeah it's it, it's really tough and uh yeah I mean I say that the you say you say Spokane 
Spokane area, or is it? Did you say that's the, yes. the that's the community that's the sort of like the juggling community? Sorry, the circus skill community that you belong to. Is that right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're an aerial gym in the Pacific Northwest in Spokane, Washington. Right. Um, and we actually, there was a fire in the building that we were locating oh. in in October okay. of 2019. Mm-hmm. And it took a while to kind of get everything up and running again. And I think we had just reopened from the fire in February and then COVID hit in March. <laughs> yeah, sure. And so, wow. yeah, it's just been, it's been a, a whole process. And I, <laughs> I have so much appreciation for our owner. Um, her name is Sherry Martin. She's also a physical comedian and she's incredible. Yeah. And she's a gymnast. She's a gymnast. She's 62 years old and she's a gymnast. Wow. It's wow. amazing, yeah. but she's been through so much and just keeps this whole community and where we are going. Yeah, um, it's I, I don't know. She's she's my hero. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And, and and during the year, did it open? Did it open at all? Even in the middle of summer at all, or not? Or still we were, couldn't go? We were open from like. I think it was like end of January to February and then, then we reopened I can't remember if it was August or September yeah um and then yeah we just got a mandate I think a yep. week ago that it has to close again so yeah. and, and and during when it was opened what was that like obviously did you did you have to do social distancing and hand sanitizer and, and stuff yeah. like that what was that like so we reopened for just aerial um so yeah. they did silks and obviously i mean it's it's all of the regulations masks yeah. hand sanitizers um six feet or more away no sharing yeah. of any kind of equipment yeah um and that's pretty mm. typical. I follow a couple aerial um, groups on Facebook and everybody's kind of saying the same thing. Like we just got to follow all these mandates in order to be having classes. So Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and did you go to those? Did you go to those classes? Um, I'm not taking classes um, with like group. Um, what's it called? No, uh, did you actually go into the, into the building? and uh oh yeah oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah so, so that's what i meant yeah. sorry yeah yeah so you actually went in and you, you could practice wherever you wherever you could practice yeah 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 absolutely yeah. okay okay got it okay yeah so, yeah so yeah yeah so in fact it's without um community we didn't meet up at all this year i mean even that was outdoors yeah. and uh it, it just it just wasn't worth it we just thought let's just shut it down for this year even though it was outside in the park and the weather was nice and stuff like that we just thought it's, it's just it's just not right. worth it yeah 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 well, i mean you know, i think it it comes down to what your community looks like too. We're pretty, yeah. I mean, we're not, I wouldn't say we're urban in any way, shape or form. We're pretty um, suburban or rural. And so yeah. like, if you go to one of our parks, the park is a, a one square mile and there's like three people in it. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, there's, there's a little bit more ability to space versus like if you're in a really big city and there's a lot of people around for sure. Yeah, and, and and to be honest, it was more getting on public transport because you know you have to get on the underground, yep. which is the metro and the train and stuff like that. So yep. it wasn't so much because once you get to the park, you know, you can social distance. There was no problem there, but it was the transportation yep. to get mm-hmm. there, and we just thought, just it's just not worth it. Let's just shut it down and then just see yeah. what happens next year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, reopen sort of like, when we can. Yeah, we are. Uh, ho- hopefully, it will be soon. And, you know, and it, we, I suppose that's 
Instagram, I suppose for us, that's probably our outlet of um, connecting with the community, isn't it? Yeah, at this point, if you're not putting it on the internet, no one's going to see it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and you're not going to yeah. be able to interact. You're not going to be able to interact, are you, really, as well? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like I was saying, everybody's so isolated right now. Um, you know, you almost have to be willing to go out there and put yourself out there on these digital media platforms because otherwise yeah. you're just going to be in your tiny bubble. And as much yeah. as I enjoy my family um, and and being around them and even the small amount of people that I've been able to socially distance see, sure. um, it just doesn't take place of the social interaction that I yearn for and so I think Instagram has been a really big part of my success this year so yeah yeah Yeah. for me one thing about Instagram as well is um I think it was Taylor actually said it when she said that she first started Instagram I can't remember who said it it doesn't matter but um Mm -hmm. I use it as a record for because I sometimes I do tricks and I forget that I can do them so I thought I'll tell you what Instagram what I'll do is I'll put it on Instagram and it's almost like a diary and a journey so if I do I don't know one of these these three ball tricks I'll look at it and go okay let's see what it's going to be like in a year's time when I practice it and just see how good I get at it so it's almost yeah. like a, a, a you know sort of like a journal that's it it's almost like a diary you know a journal. but I just don't post um juggling tricks I've, I've got you know me playing the guitar and I've got some other different things it's not just specifically uh, juggling it's just you know all the other things that I do as well so uh, I use yeah. it as a almost like a diary entry would you say that uh, is that something that you could uh, you know sort of like uh, use it for as well to see where you were you know like a year ago Oh, yeah. I'm always looking back at my previous Instagram posts. Always, always, always like, oh, what did this look like a year ago? I mean, I go back to the very first juggling Instagram post that I put on there all the time. Like, look how far I've come. Like, I, I just think it's cool. I mean, Facebook does that thing where it, it shows you memories. And I know that Instagram does it, but it's not every day the way Facebook does it. But it really gives you, I mean, I've been on Facebook for 12 years. Imagine what my juggling is going to look like 12 years after I start, you know? And so it is, it's very cool to have that. Um, And it's just something that never existed in in times past. You had a scrapbook and that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and for me, what I like about Instagram, it collates everything so nicely. I mean, oh, if it yeah. was on your computer and oh. you had files, would you would you look at it? No. Would you be never. looking at it all? You no. would would you? Yeah. No. <laughs> and I think that's what and I think that's and that's what I like about Instagram. And and those for me are the positive and the good things about it. You know, you can yeah. have a timeline of where you are, when people post and you know they post nice things that's the good part of it and mm-hmm. and you seem like you get a lot of help from people when you're trying to learn a new trick and that's fantastic yeah. and these are yeah. the things that we need to promote as well <laughs> yeah just that that warm openness that comes with the juggling community on the internet i mean i wish all things that you tried to do on the internet were so warm and open like that um because you know there's a lot of gatekeepers for stuff out there but juggling does not seem to have that kind of uh that kind of ethereal feel there's no gatekeepers in juggling jugglers want other jugglers to juggle and that is something that is completely unique 
to juggling and juggling only because I don't feel like that's the same type of experience I've had in in other situations. Granted, I haven't been as involved in a lot of other communities as I am in the juggling communities, but it's pretty cool to see people out there who complete strangers who are invested in me learning and want to yeah. help me learn so i think that's pretty yeah. cool yeah, yeah. Uh, well put it this way i've been in other communities and believe me juggling is unique yeah <laughs> juggling me. is unique it's a very cool community for sure it is like i yeah. said you meet so many nice people people that always want to help and you know when we were in the park and people came up to us mm-hmm. you know we would be happy to you know to teach them how to juggle it wasn't even it wasn't even a case of oh look i want to work on my trick here it wasn't that we, we almost encouraged people uh, you know to come up and and i and i and to be honest and there was some people it was really funny i'll give you a quick story there was a guy that was, it was with his girlfriend and you could tell he was itching to come and join us and he was looking at his girlfriend his girlfriend said okay just go and before you know he was with us for two hours you know because he was juggling before but he could he never found anyone to juggle with and he I don't think he had any props and he was with us for two hours and he was such an accomplished juggler but you know you and mm-hmm. you know how, how many groups are welcoming like that where you know and you could and you've just got that um common bond where you know you can just you know just talk juggling for hours and you know you've yeah. only just met that person Right. I mean, I've seen probably a thousand different posts, posts from poi artists who say, if you're here, insert place anywhere, um, and someone asks if they can spin your prop, do you let them? And I'm like, what do you mean? Do you let them? Of course you let them. <laughs> yeah. Like course. they're interested in what you're doing. And that's, that really embodies the juggling community. Cause I don't think that I, I have ever met a juggler that I thought would not let me pick up. I mean, granted, I'm smart enough to not ask somebody like, hey, can yeah, I try sure. your vision clubs? Yeah, yeah, um, sure. yeah. But <laughs> I don't think any uh, juggler would ever shy away from like, yes, you can use my juggling balls. Have a good time. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's very, very unique to juggling in the community that's created. So I like it a lot for sure. Yeah, 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 and uh, just just to sort of like finish off, just in terms of um, just the juggling. So I don't think we mentioned this, and I think you mentioned it in the uh, in, in the last um, episode about the Zen type moment, um, because I think that um, now with you know with what's happened this year, people's mental state is mm. um, is is being tested, <laughs> and for me. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to make a grandiose statement, but I think, <laughs> uh, but I think I have to with the juggling. I think it's kind of got me through this year. I don't know what you'd, what you'd say for you, but I mean, that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, I've always really appreciated one thing about circus arts is that it allows you to disconnect your brain from whatever it has been connected to for the past 24 hours and yeah. reconnect it to this this idea of creating and learning and, um, and practicing. And it just, it gives you a moment to just focus on something that isn't what we've had to deal with for all of 2020. And it's, I mean, not all people enjoy juggling the way I do. Some people get that same moment from running and some people get that same moment from cooking or whatever it may be. But 
2020 has been such a hard year. And, you know, as we go through the holidays, it's going to continue to get rough because people can't see their families. Um, Or if they are, it's, you know, they're taking chances. And so there's always that stress in the back of your mind. But if you can find a way to disconnect from that thought and all of the difficulties and hardships that we've dealt with this year and reconnect to anything and just be in that moment for however long that you need, it is so relieving. And that's what I've felt through it all year long. It's like, I can just walk away. Granted, I mean, like I said before, it's, Mm -hmm. I've been able to work this whole time. So so I have a lot less stresses than other people do. And it may not be possible for them to just disconnect, but it really has helped me just walk away for a minute, center myself in something else, learn and practice this art form that I appreciate. And then when I'm ready to reconnect emotionally to society, I've taken a break and I've gotten to relax. So that's kind of where uh, we're at. Good. And what I will say as well, the stuff that you post on Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it helps some people out there that um, is going through that's going through a tough time. So, in terms of you know what you're doing for people, I think it is um, you know it, it's, it's really good. There are people that are out there that appreciate what you're doing, especially the stuff that you did on the um, the Halloween stuff. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> right. It just made, it just made me smile. So if it did, yeah, if it, did, if it did that for me, it must have done that for other people as well. I hope so. I got a lot of comments where people are like, "Your posts are giving me life right now." It's like, <laughs> I mean, I I just feel so fortunate to be part of that. And every, there's so many people out there struggling. And if you can just bring a little bit of yeah. laughter, I mean, that's so important. Just bring it back it to. Is to the basics of life like let's just take five seconds to let's laugh at each other and let's have fun and then we can go back to all the hard stuff after that okay like so yeah. I mean I appreciate you saying that's really kind of you nah nah that is is <laughs> uh and I think this oh yeah so in, in terms of um Instagram um if you were to give someone advice on um you know going on Instagram and you know showing their you know their skills the pastime or whatever what advice would you give them my advice would be do it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. I love seeing people who do things that are differently as well. I've got this one follower who does calligraphy and mm-hmm. that's ultimately cool to watch. I've got people who do hula hoop that I follow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got people who do aerial. I've got clowns. I've got mountain climbers, magicians. Like mm. I get to just kind of for a moment, delve into other people's worlds. Yes, yes. And so if you have something that you feel passionate about and you want to share it, then do it, get out there, post everything that you do, have fun with it, put your B-rolls on the internet. No one needs to see the best of what you can do. Just have fun. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I'll tell you, with that, that's great advice. And uh, Mandy, Thanks. It was really, really great talking to you. Thanks for coming back on the show again. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again. Um, I'm sure there's going to be other topics that we can uh, discuss that we can deep dive into. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for joining. And as I say, have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Hi, Sabrina. So now you've heard the interview. What did you think of it? I found it really interesting. I really love Mandy's attitude. She talks about many people just wanting to show the A-roll of their life 
And I like that she shows like the full 360 degrees. She, um, that makes it so much more authentic. Like you'll see her learning her tricks, messing up and then perfecting them. And many other channels, you just see the person like nailing their shot and it's just unrealistic. And I just love the kind of message that she shares about this. Yeah, to be honest, that's what drew me to her. She showed all the, you know, the drops at the beginning, you know, the funny bits when she's smiling, when she's, you know, a little bit frustrated. She keeps all that in there. And that's what drew me to her. And that's the reason why, you know, I wanted to speak to her because I just found her fascinating. I just wanted to talk to her on the show. So um, I'm glad you saw that as well. Well, you heard that in the interview. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like that, that warmth definitely comes through as well. Yeah. Another thing that I found interesting was hearing about Taylor Tries. So I hadn't watched any of her videos before and I found it interesting to know the kind of the controversy that had been happening. And I don't know if you can tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, just, just put it into context. Taylor, Taylor Tries is well, that brand. I mean, she is the probably the number one juggler on social media, on Instagram and probably YouTube. She does great tutorial videos, some really creative Instagram posts. I mean, you know, I mean, I've been following her for probably about 10 years on YouTube when she did tutorials. So she does really, really good work. And there was just one video that she put out few months back and she was really struggling with the feedback that she was getting from certain people um, out there. And it was basically because she's a woman you know she was getting this sort of type of feedback so things that she was talking about like like she would do some sort of youtube video and she'd bend over and pick up the clubs and people would comment about that they would talk about sort of like little things like that and she looks better without the glasses than, than with the glasses and you know she always has to think about what she wears and she just says that it's really stifling her creative process and she said it's really hard going for her so it was quite um, it was quite an emotional video and um, you know me and uh, Mandy spoke about it and you know it was it, it's something that she spoke about a little bit but she kind of deals with it in a different way but obviously Taylor Tries has got way more following so she's going to attract more attention so that that's really mainly it yeah that makes me so angry to hear that she's just a youtuber wanting to share her skills share her knowledge and you've got these idiots basically that her videos are just it's yeah i'm flabbergasted <laughs> I, actually i'm not flabbergasted I, in some ways, I like, in some ways, I'm not surprised that this is happening, but it doesn't stop me from being really angry that it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's out there. It's always been out there. It's just that I think mm. um, when you get someone like her actually putting it to video and actually expressing her thoughts, you know, and her frustrations mm. and stuff like that, it was it was quite a hard watch. It's something that, you know, more women are going to go through more than men. Men are not going to be asked about whether they wear glasses or you know whether they should you know when they bend over and pick up they're not going to get that sort of um, feedback whereas women are going to get that more and it's and it's hard 
I think it is partly those those people commenting kind of think that she's somehow their property or you know that by being by posting videos online she has become public property mm. it's almost like they think she owes owes them something and she yeah. doesn't she's just trying to make these cool videos she's trying to help people and has to deal with these kind of crappy comments yeah yeah and, and to be honest i mean i thought she was gonna maybe shut it down for a little while but um now nah, she just carried on um creating even probably better videos after i mean there was one video that she created it was probably the best video she ever done and you know and i'm just not sure whether that was fueled by you know look at these people mm -hmm. you know affect me or anything like that so uh no it, it was to be honest it was a really honest you know she didn't have to do it but she'd done it and it was good and there was a lot of positive comments in the youtube video um yeah. you know don't worry we'll follow you and i don't think it was the it was it wasn't the true jugglers mm -hmm. that made those horrible comments i just think it was just you know the no. trolls that are like that yeah the people that are there for juggling they're focused on learning all the tricks <laughs> they're focused yeah. on actually um the content yes yeah, and she's funny as well. Yeah. The way she delivers it as well, it's not like a dry, you know, you've got to put your hand here. You got to, It's not like that as well. She's really, really funny. And again, she shows the B-rolls as well. She shows all the bloopers and everything like that at the end. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I mean, her videos are high quality. She's got a high-end camera and her job, I think, is editing yeah. anyway. So she is mixing her juggling skills, which she's been doing for probably, I don't know, over 10 years, together with her, you know profession and her you know her juggling videos it's a cinematic i would say yes mm. yeah one other thing that i found really useful was hearing about the difference between instagram versus youtube and i really liked hearing about how much more of a collaborative environment it was and uh, that's something that i didn't know before yeah um for sure i mean mandy i think at the beginning of the interview she said that instagram is the greatest thing ever and at that time i thought mm. Mm, I'm, you know, I'm not sure because i just heard so many things about it but then since then i've made so many connections met so many interesting people i've interviewed quite a few people for instagram and i just think it's such an easy way to get in contact with people, get advice from people. Uh, so I'd have to agree with her now, you know, Instagram is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems more of a community. For, for sure. And I think Mandy was doing a juggling trick and she said, you know, what's the best way for me to you know, learn this trick? And she said she had four replies. I mean, you know, how great is that? Mm, must be great especially if you're in the middle of nowhere and you get all this connection to people that have similar interests to you i think instagram is definitely more interactive more, you can make more connections than facebook that's for me personally and i've heard quite a few other people say the same thing so uh, yeah i mean mandy is really using instagram to the fullest yeah it sounds awesome and uh, i think you've kind of persuading me to try out another medium that was an awesome interview. I hope we have Mandy back again. Oh, for sure. I'm definitely going to interview her again um, to catch up with her and to find out what she's been doing since the last spoke to her. So yeah, thanks, Mandy. I really, really enjoyed our discussion.